hereditary principalities. I will leave out all discussion on republics, as I have written about them at length in another place, and will address myself only to principalities and discuss how such principalities are to be ruled and preserved. I say at once there are fewer problems in holding hereditary states and those long accustomed to the family of their prince than new ones, for it is only sufficient not to violate the customs of his ancestors and to deal prudently with circumstances as they arise for a prince of average powers to maintain himself in his state unless he be deprived of it by some extraordinary and excessive force, and if he should be so deprived of it, whenever anything sinister happens to the usurper, he will regain it. We have in Italy, for example, the Duke of Ferrara, who could not have withstood the attacks of the Venetians in 1484, nor those of Pope Julius in 1510, unless he had been long established in power. For the hereditary prince has less cause and less necessity to offend. Hence it happens that he will be more loved. And unless extraordinary vices cause him to be hated, it is reasonable to expect that his subjects will be naturally well disposed towards him. And in the duration of his rule, the memories and motives that make for change are lost, for one change always leaves teething problems for another. Third chapter, concerning mixed principalities. The difficulties occur, however, in a new principality. Firstly, if it is not entirely new, but is, as it were, a member of a state which, taken collectively, may be called composite, the changes arise chiefly from an inherent difficulty in all new principalities. For men change their rulers willingly, hoping to better themselves, and this hope induces them to take up arms against the ruler. But they are deceived, because afterwards they discover from experience that they have gone from bad to worse. This follows also on another natural and common necessity, which always causes a new prince to burden his new subjects with the imposition of force and countless other hardships as a result of his acquisition. In this way you have enemies of all those whom you have injured in seizing that principality, and you are not able to keep those friends who put you there because you are not able to satisfy them in the way they expected, and you cannot take strong measures against them as you feel bound to them. But despite one being very strong in armed forces on entering a province, one always needs the goodwill of the local people. For these reasons, Louis Twelfth, King of France, quickly occupied Milan and just as quickly lost it. And to turn him out the first time, it only needed Lodovico's own forces, because those who had opened the gates to him, finding themselves deceived in their hopes of future benefit, would not endure the ill-treatment of the new prince. It is very true that after acquiring rebellious provinces a second time, they are not so likely lost afterwards because the prince, with little reluctance, takes the opportunity of the rebellion to punish the rebels, clear out the suspects, and strengthen himself in the weakest places. Thus, to cause the king of France to lose Milan the first time, it was enough for the duke Lodovico to raise insurrections on the borders. But to cause him to lose it a second time, it was necessary to bring the whole world against him, to defeat him and drive his armies out of Italy. Nevertheless, Milan was taken from France both the first and the second time. 
The general reasons for the first have been discussed. It just remains to name those for the second and to see what resources they had and what anyone in his situation would have done to maintain his position more securely than the King of France. Now, I say that those dominions which are acquired and added to an existing state by the conqueror are either of the same country and language, or they are not. When they are, it is easier to hold them, especially when they have not been accustomed to self-government. And to hold them securely, it is enough to have destroyed the family of the prince who was ruling them at the time. Because the two peoples, having similar traditions and customs, will live quietly together, as has been seen in Brittany, Burgundy, Gascony and Normandy, which have been part of France for so long a time. And although there may be some differences in language, nevertheless the customs are similar, and the people will easily be able to get on among